when someone sells a billion dollars worth of product in 24 hours as a guy who literally specializes in helping creators make more money push you to research it. It seems like a no-brainer. After this, he's going to do a research paper. He's going to send it to me so I can sell a billion dollars tomorrow. What I'll do is I'll make a call to our Shanghai office and get all the data, and I'll, I'll definitely share that with you. It is time for a new competitor to come out, really level up monetization so I mean, people can make money. But I'm good. I, I'm fine with YouTube ruling forever. I love YouTube. I love this platform. I've dedicated my life to it. I mean, if no one else wants to split revenue and they all want to be greedy so everyone keeps coming to YouTube, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, well, you you figured out how to you know be the goat of YouTube, 100%. It, yeah, so like that's fine. But do you think TikTok there's a chance that a TikTok can come out and have like a more aggressive rev share? Um, oh, of course. Well, option? no, no, no. There, there's no world where any of these companies are giving more than YouTube because YouTube gives 55% mm -hmm. to the creator and only takes 45%. Zero shot. Like TikTok's going to come out and be like, we're giving 60% of our revenue that up to this point we've kept all to ourselves. <laughs> like, no, no well, world where that happens. I don't um, know. I, I think there, there needs to be an investment made on that level. Personally, I mean, yeah, obviously that would be wonderful for creators. It'd be the best thing that could ever happen. It'd help so many people that are earning hardly any money, like just be able to pursue what they love full time. It'd be phenomenal. It'd change un like unfathomable amount of lives, but still, there's just no world where they're going to do it. More well, realistically, there's, there's would probably be more brand collabs on like the TikToks and the Instagrams right now because it's much more quick turn. It's 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 easier to to execute um, for for a yeah. lot of brands. And We're doing a lot of brand deals on TikTok now. You're, I mean, because they're just not hard to do. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're just very easy. And so, if one of these platforms that have like a huge audience and and it's it's more focused around short form content, that could become a huge vulnerability for YouTube in the future. Personally, because if they can figure out how to monetize and make it so people are making more money in a more easy, you know, and simple way, I I think that's going to be game changing. And I think that's what would disrupt the space. I mean, I think that's what we're kind of already seeing on TikTok is like some people I talk to, they're like, why would I even want to be a YouTuber? It's much easier to be a TikToker. You know, it's much easier to, to make content on TikTok, you know, um, and that's just how it's kind of always been. Like YouTube is definitely one of the hardest platforms. Thankfully, right now, it also has the most monetary upside. So there's a reason to put in the extra effort. But I mean, you're right. It'll be interesting to see like if there was a but also youtube does have shorts and they are you know it's easy to tell that they're betting heavily on shorts so mm -hmm. i would if anything say that youtube would figure out a rev split on shorts before tiktok does i don't know though i'd have to really study and see what they've been working on to make give a super uh educated guess but my guts tell me just because google is the king of mm -hmm. of this type of stuff and they you know they've done it between google adwords and they're the king of advertising like digital yeah exactly well, and, and they just have so much experience with the partnership program and, and paying out people through Google and stuff like that, that I would bet that they would have a rev split on YouTube shorts up before TikTok does. That's what my guts tell me. Also based on literally nothing but my gut. I was I was hoping that they would have one immediately. Now, that yeah, that's I mean, tough to sense. do when you're trying to prove out a market fit. Um, you know, how do you even do it though? Cause like there are no ads shown on your short. I don't even think shorts has ads right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Or so no, it's like, what? I, I don't think it, so, it does. They have, they have, they have a much smaller fund. Well, it's probably like if your short is shown and they swipe up to go to the next one, AKA your short didn't cause them to leave the platform and then they're shown an ad, but even then, like they're not going to show an ad every other short. So it's probably like a ratio of like 10 shorts than an ad. 
So like, how, what do you, you take the 10 shorts they watch before that ad and you divide the 50% that goes to creators amongst those 10? Like, it's not even like clear cut because the ads aren't shown directly on it. You know, it's like Facebook. They don't share the revenue they generate in feeds with, with creators. You know what I mean? So it's like, also, why would these companies want to? You know, Facebook's printing tens of billions of dollars a year on these in feed. But they're going to have to. Share die. You know, in my opinion, they're going to have to. Because I think for the first time, because you're now hearing Zuckerberg talking about creators a lot. You, you have, mm -hmm. of course, Susan from YouTube doing it. Everyone is, is definitely starting to, you know, talk more about the importance of creators on their platforms because the truth is these companies that are worth more than any other media company, you know, in the history of, you know, mankind have not made it a priority to, to really rev share with all these different um, creators. But I believe that they're coming to the realization that people are on their platform, a big part of the, the majority of the people on their platforms are on there because of the content that they're consuming, which is by creators. 82% of the views on YouTube are from content creators, from YouTubers. So you're saying 82% of the viewership that comes to YouTube is because a creator brought them there? Yes. 82% of the views on YouTube are creator views. And then you have on Instagram, it's around like 85%. Yeah. When I upload a video, sorry, I did the thing where I cut you off again, but I'm, I'm, I'm offended, but it's okay. My, the whole purpose of this interview is so I could talk as much as possible. True. You're right. I should just put tape on my <laughs> But like, I, I guess an example would be like when I upload, millions of people come straight from that notification and open up YouTube within the first couple of hours. So, yeah, I mean, that's an example of like creator bringing literally millions of people to the platform to get them to open it up purely because I uploaded a video. I, I think for these platforms to maintain viewership, I think whoever comes in and truly like competes with YouTube on monetization and rev sharing that's one of many like factors that need to happen i don't see anyone though in the next three to five years that's competing with youtube's rev share like not you there's just been so much time and there's so much money right now i mean like creators are making more money than ever it's like you know even if tiktok mm -hmm. launched it right out the gate people are going to just be printing money yeah. or maybe they are i don't i have to see like the big thing is like shorts because also there's no one there's not a clone of youtube so there's no mm -hmm. one even that's like oh well if they just gave 70 percent, then people would switch over there's not that doesn't exist right now but yeah. what does exist is the war between tiktok and shorts and that will be interesting like which one it do they monetize and rev split which one would do it and like what does that look like because i could see a, a mini war going on there sure but it's like it's technically in their best interest for neither of them to ever do rev split on shorts or TikTok. You know what I mean? Because like, then they just keep 100% of the money. Well, you know what short I mean? term, but long term, doing. could they end up being irrelevant because there's not as many, I mean, not as many creators supporting their platform with their content because they're finding other areas of monetization. But TikTok's not going to die. I mean, we're all too mm -hmm. hooked, and people are going to do it because you know. I mean, I have friends who can get $100,000 for a single TikTok. You know, so they're sure. still making money. You know, it's interesting to see yeah. what they've done with like Douyin in China, where it's it's one of the top um, revenue generators when it comes to live shopping and when it comes to like live stream. Yep. And so, um, as live stream becomes more and more of a thing, that'll be very interesting. Have you had success with live streaming? Uh, yeah, live stream is great for selling stuff. If you dropped a new product, do a live stream, do something fun like little games people will pop in, and you know. What uh, speaking of China, mm -hmm. didn't didn't that one guy sell like a billion dollars worth of products or something? Yeah, that's lipstick brother. In fifteen hours, it's one point nine billion dollars. Is that through like wasn't it, it's like their version of Amazon and that was through affiliate links? It wasn't his products. Yeah, it, so it wasn't his products. It was a variety of products 
And it, it was on a, you know, a, a holiday where there's a lot of discounts and, and, and live streaming products. And then Via, another one on Taobao, um, did, I think, 1.2 billion in 15 hours. Do you know how many concurrents they had? I have no idea. I'll have to look at that. My team does. See, like, if someone's moving that kind of freaking revenue, you would think, like... All in Mandarin. It was all, in, you know, in China. Yeah, yeah right? I know. That's where it's like, why, why has someone not gone through broke down like here's how many concurrents they had here's every word he said here's a, like mm -hmm. bro that kind of revenue in a day is unfathomable and, and, and like, it's you not can't another currency those are u.s dollars yeah someone should do a research paper on this like yeah. why haven't you what are you doing hey hey we, we, we i i feel like i've become a broken record because I, I keep dropping these numbers but yeah you're right Someone should go deeper into it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure my team does this. I'm gonna make sure my team does this before this video comes out on the 23rd. Yeah, like I want to know how many concurrent, how many, how long was he streaming? What did he do while he was streaming? What did he say? Mm -hmm. And like, how many concurrents did, like, bro, if that guy was only averaging like 200,000 viewers throughout the time and he managed to move that kind of, he had to have been averaging over a million concurrents. There's just no world where he's not. The creator that we're talking about before them and over there, you know, in China they call them KOLs. Um, key opinion leaders. I think, I believe the record before Lipstick Brother, and I believe it is 1.9. I might be wrong. It might be 1.6, but is, you know, very close After this, he's going to do billion. a research paper. He's going to send it to me uh, so I can sell a billion dollars tomorrow. Yes, yes. But uh, but but before um, Lipstick Brother, it was um, Shimba, who was nicknamed the king of live streaming um, in China. And the record there was 305 million um, in, in, in a day. Of, of 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 selling different products. Get me those research papers. Okay, we'll do. I, I, I'm Everything. sure. What I'll do is I'll make a call to our Shanghai office and get all the data, and I'll, I'll definitely share that with. You. Perfect. I mean, I, that, that's actually one thing I really appreciate with you is I feel like we have a lot of back and forth on like looking at numbers, and that's fun. Agreed. And I force you to when someone sells a billion dollars worth of product in 24 hours, as a guy who literally specializes in helping creators <laughs> make more money push you to research it. It seems like a yes. no-brainer. You need a better hey, circle hey. around you. The fact that no one the fact that no one has brought you up to speed on this is abysmal. Fire your friends. <laughs> I got to have you on as soon as possible again cuz my self-esteem is going through the roof. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, but no, you're right. And I you know, I'm sure we have much more data points on that. I will definitely have my team look at that, but it's insane. I mean, I mean, so you've had success with live streams and pushing products with live streams. Um when are we going to be seeing those types of numbers in the West? And what platform is going to be the winner when it comes to live streaming? I'm sorry. I'm asking you all these you know, theoretical, futuristic questions. It's fine. I, I enjoy it. You're getting, I haven't thought about these things since the last time you came over. So <laughs> it's fun to like get a refresher. I, I mean, right now it's, it's just YouTube still. I mean, I don't know. Uh, we, we did like creator games on YouTube and we had over a million concurrent viewers. That's I think, amazing. Like, yeah, that, that was great. The thing is, like, right now, it's just not really effective. The checkout sucks. There's not one tap checkout. Like, YouTube should just save. And I'm, like, yelling at them, like, every <laughs> quarter. Like, this is abysmal. Like, when I, when I upload a video and I'm, like, you know, and I drop new merch or a new chocolate bar or a new thing on Beastware, I should be able, in the video, to point to it. And you just tap. And it just says, are you sure you want to buy this? You hit yes. That's it. And it ends up on your front doorstep. Nothing else. 
It should just send send to my Shopify account your address, your payment info, everything, and just that's it. Like you shouldn't. It should be frictionless. And the fact that it's not like that on YouTube is abysmal, and it pisses me off. It's literally stupid that like you know they have the merch shelf below video still, and every time like if I'm watching a creative disruption video and below your video you have the merch shelf, I tap. I gotta go to your website, gotta enter my payment info, my shipping address. It's a lot of friction. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. And then if I'm watching a whatever, pick a different video, um, I don't know, an ARAC video, same thing. I wanna buy his shirt. No, it should just save your inf my information from when I bought stuff below your video. And then I should just <laughs> one tap below this video and it be shipped to me. That's it. Um, and so I don't think you're gonna see that kinds of numbers until they get the friction down, which. I mean, YouTube could be a powerhouse for moving unfathomable amounts of product if they just got one tap checkout and they just made it more frictionless, in my opinion. They they should definitely have a Mr. Beast product team and dev team that just creates features for you specifically. I agree. I, I bro, if because part of the problem is if you're like, uh, let's say you, you do a merch shop mm -hmm. um, and you promote it six minutes in a video and it's a ten minute video. Those people have to leave the video if they're on their phone, mm -hmm. open up Safari or click the link in the description. Basically, it kills your attention. You know, when you're promoting a product, you're saying, hey guys, click off this video and go to my website. Hurt my retention. And that's another problem. And that's partly why I don't like to promote many products in my videos is because, or as little as possible, because I don't want to murder the retention on these videos I'm spending sometimes three to $4 million on. But you get it where I go, hey, buy this shirt, just tap here. You don't have to leave the video, just tap. And then tap yes. Okay, back to the video. I don't have to kill my retention. They don't have to leave. They don't have to go to Safari. They don't have to close the YouTube app. My retention is spared, and they can still buy my product, and I can still move millions of dollars worth of volume. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I think it's just it's brutal. Yeah, so it needs to be a, a, a frictionless, more simplified process. That does not hurt retention.